There was a time when I wanted all my flowers to die. Every single living thing ripped roots I did not wish to keep, to feed, to allow to grow. To evolve, we all need space for hope and to love again. I took my time. Months ago, I carried seeds distributed at weekly protests from a post-industrial French mining town to my home in Amsterdam. Look now, in pink, in purple, in blue, how they bloom, the flowers of the revolution. Welcome back into my night. I just read to you a a post I published on my Instagram account uh, more than a week ago about these flowers, these flowers that I brought back from France, from the north of France, where I was in residency in the Bassin Minier. So this is the former mining area. And um, so weekly protests were happening, the protests of the Gilets Jaunes, as you know. This was all before the, the pandemic started. And a friend of mine so gave me these seeds that they were distributing during these protests. And I brought them back and I, I just planted them on my terrace. But when you have to know when I say planting, it's <laughs> nothing very serious. I have these, uh, these uh, pots uh, outside on my back terrace and I just... <laughs> put them, spread them there, so I didn't do anything very serious in the hope that, yeah, maybe something will grow. And here we are, today they are like fantastic little flowers, and every day new ones keep growing, and new ones keep keep coming up in different colors, and I am impressed every morning now, I'm excited, I'm going back at the back of the house uh, to look at the terrace, and What came out today? I didn't think I would be so excited about flowers growing. And I realized this has been part of a a whole process. And right now, right now I'm sitting in the middle of my living room, surrounded by paperwork everywhere, like papers and glue and acrylic paint. Uh, I went to the to the art supply store today to buy myself some new gel medium to do image transfers, which I will tell you more about uh, in, a, in a bit. And I realize for me it's exactly the same process that happened with my artistic practice and my, my writing, but also the new visual uh, work I've been making. All this process of having these seeds planting these seeds into different spaces and allow them the time to grow. Because sometimes you you have ideas, and I I just realized this now while I was creating this whole huge mess in my my living room. And a friend of mine was telling me the other day, yeah, it's an artistic mess, it's fine. But then I was like, yeah, if my mother would come into the living room now, she wouldn't care about the artistic part, you know. She would be pretty pissed at seeing how I how I didn't learn anything from her all these uh, years in my childhood and my teenage years. Anyway, I kind of like my mess, by the way. 
Um, so these seeds we're planting, and sometimes they grow into these beautiful flowers, and sometimes they just don't, and it's totally fine. But I realized that I have so many seeds I've been planting throughout my work in, different, in the different media I'm working in, and sometimes these are visible to the public, sometimes I share them, sometimes I publish these works, but sometimes they just stay in my, in my notebooks and in my different notes, you know, digital and analog. Sometimes it's just a picture that I print months later and then I realize that there's something in that picture I can work with. Sometimes it's an idea I write down in a notebook and three years later, huh, it becomes an exhibition. And the reason why this works, this all comes together in the end, I feel, it's because I believe I allow it time to grow. And that is really important in a creative practice, I believe. And nowadays we've been so pushed into finishing everything. We have an idea, we absolutely have to make it happen right away and Sure, it, it, it can be nice, you know, to have an idea and then put it into practice and make it happen and share it with people. That's a wonderful thing. But not everything we do, we think about, needs to become immediately a, a quote-unquote product. We can allow the time to certain things to really grow at their own pace. And this is what I realize now with an exhibition proposal I, I submitted yesterday for a competition, which I really hope is going to work out. But it may not because there are more than 400 applications and they're only going to pick between 15 and 30 projects, which means not even 10% of the whole applica applicants. And chances are my project won't be taken. You know, it's just uh, mathematics, you know, just probability. But then, you know, you never know. Um, jury may think, may fall in love with what I did, or they may hate it, or they may be totally neutral about it, and there may be 30 other fantastic projects coming from all places in Europe that are much better than mine. So I have absolutely no idea what's going to happen. I will let you know end of July. But the thing is, I finished the project. I have sent it out yesterday before the deadline and I'm so proud. I'm so proud because first of all, I believe in it. I created something really beautiful, I think, and I'm very moved by it myself. So I do hope other people will be moved by it as well. I've shown it to a few very special people in my life who have loved it too. So this already for me, it's a win. But more importantly, I realized that this project has been able to grow like that and bloom in the way it did because of all the years of process and thinking and trying that I've been doing. And I've found now a few notes in, in the mess I just made in my living room, a few notes from two, three years ago that really were the seeds of what I just submitted. Many things that I managed to do in this project, I've been working on for years, 
trying out stuff for years. And this is what I'm trying to say when I say, if you have little seeds, ideas, you don't always have to rush them into something. They will, they will bloom when the time comes. Just keep on working. Just keep on thinking. Just keep on being curious and discovering. At least this is what I do. And sometimes if I can do a project, I do it. If I cannot use an idea in one specific project, I try to use it somewhere else. And these little seeds I try to plant everywhere. And I think this is how we, we can create things together and create space also for collective uh, thinking and discourses and creativity. But now I digress a bit. Coming back to how these all come together, image transfers, as I mentioned earlier, I have started doing image transfers. What are image transfers? So it's basically you have an image uh, which you transfer on another surface. And it's absolutely beautiful because it creates really, visually you can create very interesting things. And I've been working with my own uh, images, my own photography. And so I've been printing them. And then I started working on different surfaces, wood, paper, um, canvas, all sorts of um, paper. And I work mainly with acrylic paint and gel mediums, which are fantastic tools to do this. What I love about this is that this whole process brings together everything I just talked about. So in my case, it's um, moving between different media, the analog and the digital. So using a digital photography, then printing it, making it on paper, then working with paper, with paint, with glue, making collages, all these very physical um, analog tools. And of course, it's also storytelling. And I also love the sensuality of the, of the gesture itself. So what happens with an image transfer? It's absolutely fantastic. So you, you take your image. Uh, you, ha you have to put it on the surface where you've put either gel, medium or acrylic. If you want to learn about this, I will suggest you to check a wonderful book by an artist called Courtney Geruti. And I will post uh, the details in the show notes so you can find out about her and her book if you want to start doing image transfers because that's the book I've been using. So you... You put your image on the surface where you have uh, put paint uh, or gel medium where the image actually can uh, stick to. And you start, you know, rubbing. And that gesture is actually fantastic. Then you let it sit. You have to wait. You have to be patient. Again, you see patience. You have to wait for the seeds to grow. And in this case, you know, you just wait um, one night uh, if the weather is fantastic and you have a lot of sun and you work outside you can leave it for a couple hours outside but it's not the case right now here so I have to wait until tomorrow to work on my transfers and um, then that last gesture is one of my favorite 
So you take a little sponge and, and you start rubbing out the paper from your surface. And slowly, slowly you see the image appearing behind, behind that gesture. And it's so central and it's so, it creates a connection, a bond between you and your material, which I find absolutely fantastic. And this is where, for me, everything comes together. The thinking, the creating, the making, all the senses come together. And that's why I love doing image transfers. And that's why I love now to talk to you about this, to link it to my very first reading in the beginning of the podcast about the flowers of the revolutions, because this is all about planting seeds and letting them grow and giving the time for all these seeds to grow and become whatever you want them to become. Thank you very much again for listening. I hope I made some sense to you in this whole stream of consciousness of mine. It's already past midnight. Uh, again, my favorite hour, of course. This was a dreamer's night talks. Thank you, and I wish you a beautiful night.